0: This is Like Effect on 89.7 WUWM. I'm Audrey Nowakowski. The Mile of Music is a music lover's dream come true. You can see 200 artists perform all within one mile of downtown Appleton over four days. This year, the Mile of Music is celebrating its 10th year, and organizers say no matter what kind of music you enjoy, there will be something for everyone at the festival. For this month's Wandering Wisconsin, Lake Effect's Becky Mortensen is joined by Kim Willem. She's the event's promotion and social media manager for Mile of Music. And Ann Sayers, the tourism secretary for Travel Wisconsin.
1: Ann and Kim, welcome to Lake Effect. Thank you for joining me for Wandering Wisconsin.
2: Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: So many of us here in Milwaukee are undoubtedly familiar with Summerfest, but that's just one of the many music festivals happening in Wisconsin this summer. So Kim, for those who might not know, can you describe what the Mile of Music is in Appleton?
2: Of course. So Mile of Music is a four day all original music festival uh, right here in downtown Appleton. So it literally is a Mile of Music. I think it might be technically like 1.1 or 1.2 miles, but Uh, We'll just leave it at one mile of music, but we have approximately 40 venues this year, so we feature um, original upcoming artists in different coffee shops, bars, restaurants, parks, and it's uh, original music, so no covers, and it is completely free to attend
1: the format of this festival being a mile long is a little unique. It's just like through a stretch of downtown Appleton. So why make this festival a mile long?
2: That's a great question. So I think we have so many different unique uh, music venues throughout this mile that have really uh, come to be so many bars, restaurants, coffee shops, like I mentioned. But then we also have parks. Um, We have a Hotel, which is a main staple of a venue downtown, the Hilton Appleton Paper Valley, and then uh, just a lot of great venues that have wanted to become involved in the past few years. So College Avenue is our main stretch of downtown, and it just came to be the perfect place to host a festival like this.
1: And what kind of music could people expect to hear at this festival?
2: We might be a little biased, but we always say that there really is something for everyone. And I think that's something that we're really proud to have developed over the 10 years of the festival. So, you know, you can find a lot of like indie folk artists, uh, rock, pop, uh, reggae. We have a music education team that does a lot of different um, music styles and dance classes and things like that, that incorporate more world music into our festival as well Uh, so really again there's something for everyone and I think that's something that we're really proud of something we also like to encourage fans to do is to explore you know maybe a type of music that they wouldn't typically be interested in because you really never know what you might end up coming away with
1: this sounds like a really good time for people to come and check out and, and hear some new music, but what's this experience like for the performers and the artists?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. So another thing that we have developed over the years, I believe it started at mile three, so 2015. Gotta rack my brain for the years here. But um, something that kind of has, again, brought in the community is our artist care program. So we have 13 different providers Uh, We have, I'm not even going to remember them all off the top of my head, but we have um, dental care, chiropractic, haircuts, um, massage therapy, emotional support therapy, uh, vet care for those who are bringing their pets along with them to the festival. So the artist care program was developed as kind of a way to welcome these artists to our community and let them know that they're taken care of when they're here. We've heard tons of stories about Uh, people going, I think the dentist one kind of warrants like the most stories, but, uh, you know, artists who haven't been to the dentist in years, and they go and then they get their stuff taken care of, uh, which is just amazing. A lot of these artists uh, don't have health insurance, or they're just not home a lot to take advantage of those um, preventative care visits. So I think that has become a really pivotal piece of what we're doing. Um, And we are not you know, saying no one else can do this. We want other festivals to start doing this and we're starting to see other festivals kind of take that uh, branch of what we're doing. And we're super happy to see that. We hear a lot that artists really enjoy that piece of the festival and just that feeling that they're being taken care of. The event is also generally very busy for them. So one thing that is very good for the fans of the festival and for the artists is that more often than not, they get to play more than once. So if, for example, you go to a venue that is at capacity and you can't see the band you'd like to see, chances are they're playing again either that same day or one of the other days of the festival. Again, it doesn't happen with every artist, but it is a great way to um, make sure that they can play a lot of different venues and also just meet all sorts of different bands. Um, A lot of them also call it like summer camp (laughs) because they get to meet a lot of people that they've either interacted with online or that they've collaborated with in the past. So I think that has become kind of a cool little thing that they look forward to every year. We have some artists that come even if they're not playing too, which is pretty cool.
1: This year is the 10th anniversary of the Mile of Music. You're calling it Mile 10. Uh, What does it mean for music lovers to have this festival around for a decade?
2: Yeah, that's a great question too. So every year we've kind of always called it Mile 1, 2, 3. It's a really easy way for our team to reference which Mile we're talking about, but it's definitely caught on in our music community as well. I think, um, especially coming out of the pandemic, It's been really great to just have a music community that's developed here in Appleton year round. And I think being able to celebrate that at Mile 10 this year is really cool. And it's just a great way to see that through this music community, we've been able to persevere through kind of the challenges we've been through the last few years. And I understand that you are a Mile
1: of Music fan. So what do you think an event like this brings to Appleton and for those who travel to this area to see the festival?
3: I am a huge Milo Music fan and I've been a fan long before I was in this position, actually. So it's just such a a gift that I get to part of my job now is to promote it. But it's such a fantastic thing. Like Kim was saying, there's a unlike any music festival I've ever been to before. There's a sense of community, the entire community of Appleton and even the surrounding areas kind of pour their hearts into making sure that it's a success that the artists are well cared for. And you can kind of feel their love for the audience. And then the audience is just so. Um, respectful and there for the music and everyone's having a great time and that is what leads to um, Appleton just really making a mark in terms of a tourist destination for the festival but beyond that too it's just a great way to get to know um, that town and it's it's such a fantastic place but even beyond the music the food the outdoor recreation the performing arts the shopping um, there's just a lot to see and so as a music fan you get to experience all of that and get a taste of what it might be like to come back another time of year too yeah there's
1: shops and restaurants all along the mile where this festival is so what are a few places you'd recommend people stop into while they're maybe in between some musical acts
3: Okay. I have so many favorite things to see and do, but, um, A couple of them are uh, Bowl 91. I always go there for ramen. I swear it's the best ramen anywhere in the world. And they've got a really neat story. It was started by Yi Lee. She was four years old when she and her family arrived in the United States as refugees back in 1991. And she helped her mom cook and feed their large family. And she uses all of that knowledge and those traditions now, the spices and the recipes that her mom passed on to her um, to make this food. And I just, I never miss it. I actually schedule it into my Milo Music schedule of when I will make my stuff. Stops there. Um, Stone Arch Brew Pub is located in Appleton, sort of widely understood to have some of the best cheese curds anywhere in the state. They're handmade in Chippewa Falls with Scottish ale brewed by Stone Arch and then they're deep fried and served with ranch or marinara. I mean like you have to. And then another one that is you must see is Cleo's. Cleo's is um kind of a christmas bar year round so it's decked out in ornaments garlands snowflakes all the other christmas decorations holiday themed it's a great place to grab a drink i also love to do my shopping in appleton i actually buy a purse every year that i go there i get it at lillian's it's a favorite shop of mine they have great it's like a women's boutique shop um but trendy clothing accessories shoes the nicest staff in the world they always take such good care of me so that's one of my favorites um, I always pick up a toy or treat for my my little uh, girl dog, Dottie. That's at the depository. That's P-A-W-S, depository. And that's it's a small business. It's a pet store focused on healthy food and treats and unique accessories and gifts. So Dottie always loves it when I bring something for her from that. Um, another place to check out is the Trout Museum of Art's beautiful art museum, but they have a fantastic gift shop. And I always pick up a little something for the hard to shop for folks on my Christmas list. So I get that out of the in August. And then another one, since a lot of folks going are lovers of music, you have to check out Hyde Music. It's a family business. It's been around, I think, almost a century, um, and people just just love it. It's kind of a, a staple.
2: I just wanted to add a couple shops and restaurants. I wanted to give just a quick shout out to one of our stores downtown, Beatnik Betty's. Um, she does a lot, Monica, from there, does a lot of um, vintage or antique clothing, but also um, like resale clothing. And then she does a really cool thing with our artist lanyards. So each artist gets a badge. She actually Mm -hmm. creates all of the artist lanyards from clothing that she has scraps from. She does a lot of sewing. Monica is awesome. And so she makes, I think it's like over 800 lanyards every year. Um, She's awesome. She's a great supporter of the festival and just a really great person. Lillian's is another great um, option for shopping downtown. Restaurant-wise, I used to work at Stone Arch, so I feel like I'm a little biased. I still love that place so much. And uh, we have a lot of great restaurants downtown. So definitely can't go wrong uh, just trying out different places while you're here or, again, at any other time of year as well.
3: You know, Kim, that reminds me, too, on Saturdays of, the, of Mild, the farmer's market happens
2: yes that is a
3: great way to roll out of bed and grab a coffee and get ready for the day and just see all the food and beautiful crafts
2: for sure yeah that and that still goes on during the festival which i think is really special too because people can come down and then roll right into the music um and while you're on the topic of coffee definitely love to pick me up from Cop rock which is actually one of our venues as well um and a coca but we have oh my gosh we have so many great coffee shops downtown that's I'm a coffee gal through and through, so definitely have visited most of the coffee shops downtown.
1: If people are planning a trip from out of town for the four-day festival, uh, what are some places that they could check out to stay?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of unique lodging opportunities. One is the Courtyard Appleton Riverfront that's right on the Fox River, so that's nice. The guest rooms are super stylish. Uh, It's in a great location for the festival. And um, you can get to the festival by either driving or taking a taxi or Uber or even renting an electronic or electric scooter, which is fun. Another one's the Copperleaf Hotel that probably is booked already for mile 10, I'm guessing, but still worth looking into and booking ahead for next year. It's beautiful. It's a boutique hotel and spa right down there on College Ave. Their rooms have high-end bedding, fireplaces in the rooms, two-person jacuzzi tubs if you'd like. Um, And that is attached to a really fun restaurant called Rye. So that's, those are some options for you.
1: And for each of you, can you describe the vibe or an overall feeling that people experience at the Mile of Music?
2: Well, I first just wanted to say, I'm really glad that you have Anne on here with me because I think like Anne is seeing the festival from such a different perspective than I am. <laughs> so, you know, I'm seeing it from behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, but I think for me, the biggest we always say good vibes, like that's a great tagline, so to speak. But just the overall sense of community, I think between the artists, uh, music fans, Appleton is a small town feel in the sense that, you know, everyone is very kind to each other. Um, People welcome the artists as if they've like known them their whole lives, which is just a Wisconsin thing Mm -hmm. in general, I think. But um, you know, people really open up to these artists that are from all different parts of the country and parts of the world. Um, so I think just that overall feeling of community acceptance is something that you can expect when you're at Mile of Music and that we're, again, very proud of um, with our festival. I agree
3: so much with that. I always tell my friends who are going to their first mile, just it's a total come as you are. Uh, no pretension. Just show up and find your way through it. And um, like Kim said, there's music for everybody. So I try to take in as many different things as possible, and then um, then you can kind of follow your favorite artists around too. And like she said, then you kind of feel like your friends and family with them, and they love that. And I just something that's really special about Wisconsin in general is that. We are good spectators. We are good audience members, whether you're going to a play, a comedy show, a concert. I just feel like in Wisconsin, the audience is so respectful and appreciative of the artists sharing their talent with us. And really, nowhere is that more prominent than it is in Appleton. It's just so fun to be a part of that vibe. Like you said, it's really cool.
1: It sounds like it's going to be a good mile 10. So, Kim and Ann, thank you so much for joining me for Wandering Wisconsin.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Kim Willem is the event's promotion and social media manager for the Mile of Music. Ann Sayers is the tourism secretary for Travel Wisconsin. They both spoke with LakeFX Becky Mortensen for Wandering Wisconsin. The Mile of Music Festival runs from August 3rd through the 6th and as you heard, it is free to attend. To learn more and listen to past Wandering Wisconsin segments where we bring you travel recommendations around the state, head to wuwm.com. You can also subscribe to Wandering Wisconsin as a podcast.